You're listening to Equipped, the podcast that turns gaming concepts into life lessons. I'm your host, Isa Gonzalez, and each week, I'll show you different ways you can clear quests, fight boss battles, and level up, not only in-game, but also in real life. What's up, you guys? Welcome back to the show. And as you guys probably have noticed, I'm alone today. And so it's been a hot minute since I last recorded a solo episode, but I just knew that when February started, I couldn't not have an episode about It Takes Two. And so this is a game that was released in 2021, and it actually won Game of the Year for 2021, which was also something I was very surprised about. But regardless very much happy and so for this episode i do want to share some of the love lessons that i've learned from this game but before we get into that i very much want to geek out a bit about this game because it is such a nice game like this is just like one of those games where i really felt comfortable spending on it and I was actually surprised that we played this game because I played this with my boyfriend and he was the one that suggested the game for us to play. And I was surprised because normally we don't play games that revolve around romance or relationships. But at the same time, like when this game came out, this was like a period of my life wherein I didn't have my own gaming laptop yet and I was only borrowing my older brother's or my younger brother's laptops to do work or to play games. And so the games that my boyfriend and I could play together were very much limited. And it just so happened that we were trying to find a new game and It Takes Two was on Steam and he was like, why not try this? And so I was like, okay. <laughs> and what's nice about it is this game has a free trial. So I, I don't remember how many levels you can play for free, but honestly, it, it took us a couple of hours already, and that's mostly because I kept dying. But at the same time, it already gave us like a good feel about the game. And so after we finished that trial, we were like, okay, we're going to buy this. And so what's also cool is you don't have to buy this game twice. So this game is a couch co-op game and you have to play it with one other person and you guys have to like work together to solve puzzles and really strategize how to complete a level and so yeah that's how it works and without giving away too many spoilers one thing that I loved about this game is the topics that it tackled so I guess just to give you guys some more context or a better background about this game, it revolves around a married couple and their daughter. So there's a husband and a wife. The husband's name is Cody and the wife's name is May and they have one daughter. And at the very start of the game, you see that they've decided to get a divorce. And that's what the story revolves around. And without the parents' knowledge, their daughter was actually really sad about it to the point that she purchased this book about love and she was supposed to use that book to sort of help her parents kind of save their marriage or fix their marriage at least and there was some kind of like voodoo magic that happened because at the very start of the game the parents I actually don't remember how but they suddenly turn into like dolls and these dolls are actually the dolls of their daughter and like this is what she uses when she wants to play house or something like that and it's sort of like, I don't know if it's a curse, 
if curse is the right word because that sounds too negative but anyway they turned into dolls and they were in a shed and their main goal was to get back to their human bodies but their shed was like outside of the house and so since they're dolls they're also really small like they're they're a lot smaller than a squirrel but almost the same size as like an ant that's how small they are that's why the journey is so long because they have to make their way from the shed cross the backyard and into the house and once they get into the house like you have to go through the different rooms of the house and you have to explore like underneath the bed and you have to go to your daughter like stuff like that and so that's why there's so much to do in this game and throughout this journey it's like the couple learning more about each other sort of tackling the reasons why they decided to to get a divorce in the first place like the different factors that built up to that decision like their resentment and how they felt like they were losing themselves stuff like that and so i really appreciated this game because it just allows to open the conversation a bit more about divorce and i'm not going to get into that today um i don't think i'm qualified to talk about divorce and at the same time i do know that depending on your religion you might have certain views about it but that's not the point of this episode um going back <laughs> like the other thing that i really appreciated about this game story-wise is that they were able to include the perspective of the child because usually when you know married couples struggle they sort of overlook how the children are feeling and that's not to say that you know couples should stay together only because of their children even though like they don't really love each other anymore um that's definitely not what i'm trying to say but what i am trying to say is i just appreciated that they included the perspective of the daughter which oftentimes gets overlooked in real life situations like how the children feel about what's going on and how much awareness they actually have even though adults think that it's a topic they shouldn't be discussing with their children and so yeah it's just a great game that discusses difficult topics but at the same time it's so fun to play the interactivity within this game is just mind-blowing like there's so many things that you can interact with and there's so many mini games oh my gosh i don't even think that we got to finish all the mini games because that's just how many there are and the creativity oh my gosh you know this is a couch co-op game and it's an rpg yeah but Something that I've never seen before is they incorporated other gaming genres within the story. Like there's a part in the game where you suddenly have to play hack and slash. And there are other parts in the game where you have to be a retro gamer. And it's just so inclusive and so thoughtful that they included those things they included those gaming elements there and each time that we saw a different gaming genre incorporated we were just like oh my gosh this is so cool and we were just like enjoying what was going on and obviously this is also another good game in terms of graphics the detail so so nice and just the the worlds that were created were really spot on and it's just it's so creative i i love it but anyway, going back to the main topic of this episode, I want to share with you guys the five love lessons that I have learned from this game. And so when my boyfriend and I finished playing this game, we didn't really like discuss what we learned from it. Like we were just really appreciating the story and the graphics, everything that was involved behind the game. But yeah, today I'm just going to be discussing these lessons. I don't know if he's going to listen to this episode, but if you are listening to this episode, hello. 
And so let's start, I guess. Like the first lesson that I want to share with you guys is you are not always right. And when you are right, don't belittle the other. And so this is a strategy game. This is a puzzle game where you guys really have to work together. Like you, you can't advance in this game without both of your heads combining and like all of your brain cells working together to find out the solution. And something that I'm not so proud of doing in the past while we were playing this game is like my boyfriend would suggest things first. Like he would suggest um, a certain strategy or a specific way to approach passing the path and then I would suggest something else and then usually what happens is we go with my boyfriend's idea first and sometimes it's because well at the time I thought that we would always go with his idea first because he just didn't want to listen to me and so whenever there were cases that we tried his strategy and it didn't work out and then we suddenly tried my strategy and then it did end up working out I would just always feel the need to be like I told you so like I, this is what I was trying to say the first time and so I did that a lot frequently I guess <laughs> during our playthrough and I wasn't well I'm not proud of it but at the time that's what I was doing and it was I guess until the end where I realized that it's not about who's right it's about both of you guys working together to complete the level and I think that just shifts the focus from, you know, wanting to be right and wanting to feed your ego to actually collaborating and working with each other to complete something. Because that's that's how trial and error works. Not all strategies will work right away or you guys have to repeat a level multiple times before you get it right. And that's fine. It's like no one's fault. It's just you guys bouncing ideas off of each other. And that's sort of the first lesson that I remember learning from this game. And yeah, don't belittle the other person. And when you aren't right and the other person is, don't feel bad that you were wrong. Because again, the point of this all was just to finish the level. It was to accomplish something together. And you guys did it. And that's what you should be focusing on. The fact that you guys got to overcome something is amazing. And so yeah, that's lesson number one. And for lesson number two, grow individually but never apart. This is something that I struggled with very early into our relationship. Like I had to go through a lot of bumps and there was just like a lot of worries in my head that would pop up whenever my boyfriend would like um, get solo opportunities or he would have to like leave for a long time to to work on a project or something like that and I don't know like I again I'm not proud of it but during the time I was very much an overthinker back then I think I still am now but it's just a lot more manageable but before I would just think about like the worst things that could happen within the relationship and um, that's sort of where most of my fear came out. And it took me a long time to realize that like all of my worries, all of my fears, they were all rooted in the fact that I was also insecure about a lot of things. And so that wasn't that wasn't fun to admit. That was really a, a hard moment to overcome, like within the relationship, just knowing the things that you are insecure about and understanding why sometimes you feel envy or you feel jealous about someone or you just don't have much confidence in yourself or in the relationship, like all that stuff. 
those are a lot of things that I had to unpack. And it sort of got highlighted in this game because I don't know if this is a spoiler, but there was just a point of resentment there where because the characters were in a marriage, they sort of had to let go of the things that they were really passionate about. And that caused them to resent each other because like they felt like they couldn't, you know, be themselves anymore. And even though that's not exactly what I experienced within my relationship, there was definitely that worry that, you know, doing stuff alone would somehow harm the relationship instead of help it flourish. But it's actually the latter that can prevail if you guys choose to go with that second option. You guys can have different interests and have different careers, be in different industries, and really grow as individuals. But that doesn't mean you guys have to grow apart. It doesn't mean that the relationship isn't a priority anymore. Or it doesn't mean that both of you guys don't want to work on on the relationship anymore it just means that as you guys grow as individuals you can now bring more insights you guys can bring more wisdom and hopefully more love into the relationship because you are growing holistically and that's that's amazing <laughs> that's amazing that people could do that together and so that was a big big lesson I, I had to learn and it's still something that I'm trying to keep in mind right now. But yeah, you guys can grow individually, but you guys don't have to grow apart. And so going on to the third lesson, the one that I put here is sometimes only one has to advance first to help the other. And so because this is this game is a puzzle strategy game, sometimes Either Cody or May has to do something first in order to like clear the path for the other. And I think that also happens in relationships. Like there's this, there's this sort of misconception that you guys have to be, you know, side by side every single step of the way, if that makes sense. It's sort of related to number two. And I think it, though it's okay that you guys can, you know, walk on this journey together side by side. Yes, that's definitely fun. And that's definitely what is encouraged to happen. Doesn't mean that, you know, sacrifices aren't going to be a part of the relationship. You know, someone has to carry a bit more weight for a while for the other to catch up. Or someone has to make a few sacrifices here and there. And, you know, compromise is always something that, I don't know. I've I've been hearing recently that compromise is a bad thing because it's like both of you guys don't get what you want and like who wants that. But at the same time, like compromise to me means you both took into consideration each other's sides and now you agreed on a decision that would still allow you to move forward together. That's how I see compromise and that's why I still see it as a good thing. But yeah, during times that it's harder to find a compromise, someone has to carry the weight for a bit. Um, it's sort of like that 80-20 thing. Because like ideally, both of you guys give 50% into the relationship. But when your partner has a bad day, you should be willing to somehow be there for them and just, you know, love and support them in the way that they need to be loved and supported. And then the same goes like vice versa. And so that's sort of what I picked up from this game as well. And moving on to number four, shared experiences can strengthen the relationship. I learned this because as the story was unfolding, they were discovering a lot about each other. They sort of uprooted all of the causes that they had that led to them deciding to get a divorce. 
And being able to acknowledge how the other person felt and why they felt that way, it really helped them sort of just understand more of each other. It wasn't because they they didn't love each other. It was just because those negative feelings were overtaking the positive and the very hopeful love that they started with. It was knowing, it was acknowledging that problem. That's sort of what helped them understand like, okay, maybe there is something that I can do to help out. And it's also like, oh, I, I didn't know that you felt that way. I would have done something different if I had known, like sort of that thing. And seeing the characters, you know, accomplish so much. And yeah, technically it was me and my boyfriend because we were controlling them also. Um, just seeing the characters go through that process of figuring things out together and um, they also had a lot of funny moments. They had a lot of sweet moments as well. But at the same time, they fought a lot during the during the story. Like they were very against the idea of changing their minds about getting that divorce. Like they were settled. And so there was some restraint there and they were bickering a lot. But at the same time, if we look at relationships in real life, it's like whether it's good or bad, having a deep and fruitful shared experience with someone else is really beautiful and though we might not think this way as we're in the middle of all the chaos or as we're in the middle of trying to like solve a problem and we're stressed out we're frustrated we're annoyed as long as we can sort of put our focus more on working together as a team rather than you know pointing fingers and just projecting our stress onto the other person that really does allow us to somehow overcome the challenges that we go through and if you're able to look back together and see just how much both of you have grown and just how much the relationship has changed for the better then I think that's really cool I think that's amazing and that's I mean, who who doesn't want that, right? Like, I don't think anyone else would say no to to not wanting that, wanting that shared experience. And so, yeah, whether it's good, whether it's bad, having shared experiences can strengthen the relationship if both sides work together. And this leads me to my last lesson, which is your partner isn't your enemy. While we were playing this game, there were definitely a lot of times where I felt annoyed. Or I felt ignored. And yeah, there was there was some tension sometimes. And in hindsight, I realized like I, I sort of looked at him as competition almost. Because again, this is relating to number one. I wanted to feel right because I knew I was right. And because that was what I was focusing on, I forgot to acknowledge the fact that we were working together. And when you're in a relationship, you're not alone. There's another person that's there. And what's supposed to happen is you're supposed to use both of your strengths to somehow get over each other's weaknesses or whatever is lacking individually. And during this time, like we had a blast, definitely. Like I had fun, but I also know that I was annoyed at some point. And like, yeah, he's not my competition. He's not my enemy. He's just really trying to suggest things that might help us figure the level out. That's all that was on his mind. It was just me trying to see things in a more negative light. And like during those times that, you know, you go through those difficulties as a couple, I think something that's really important, and this is something that I know that I've done in the past, I just saw his suggestions or whenever he was trying to help me figure something out, like I knew that he was trying to give solutions to my problems, but 
here's me trying to be defensive and trying to be proud and I just saw it as like an attack or I think at the time I just wanted more sympathy and not really a solution and because he wasn't giving me the sympathy though he was giving me solutions I still chose to get annoyed or I I sort of complicated things even further and it was just like I do feel like there was a time where I forgot that he was trying to help me I guess when it comes to relationships your partner is supposed to help you like your partner is supposed to be your person they're not your enemy they they have your best interest at heart and that's obviously not easy to know at the very beginning but like as you guys know more about each other and as you guys get to have more shared experiences that's sort of the dynamic that gets created this isn't to neglect the fact that there are some manipulative people out there and you know, abuse is very much still something that is unfortunately happening in some relationships. But yeah, if you find yourself at the point where you think your your partner is an enemy, then that's definitely a sign that you shouldn't be in that relationship. And so yeah, <laughs> those were the lessons that I learned from playing It Takes Two with my boyfriend. And again, if my boyfriend is listening to this, Yes, I've learned things. <laughs> and so this isn't to say that, you know, I'm perfect and I'm applying this every single day because I must admit, I also stumble and I make mistakes a lot of times. But what matters is being able to go back and remembering that you can be better. And it's that choice to be better that not only helps yourself, but again, it helps the relationship because you're not the only person that's a part of it. And so yeah, that's it for today's episode. I, I did miss doing these solo episodes. Um, I think for now, I'll be doing episodes once a month because I have so many more amazing conversations that I can't wait for you guys to listen to. Um, but yeah, that's pretty much it for today. If you guys played this game, please don't hesitate to share what your learnings were. I definitely want to hear them. And if you enjoyed this episode, don't forget to follow, rate, and review the podcast. And if you guys didn't know yet, we have a Discord server. And so if you guys want to chit chat with me or if you want to meet other people that love gaming or personal development head on over there i'll make sure to leave the discord server link in the description box below and yeah that's pretty much it <laughs> thank you guys so much for listening i hope you have a great week ahead and as always stay safe stay healthy but also stay equipped